SheQuest podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole. Welcome. This series of podcast shows is titled Bodyful, Wake Up to Your Body. This month, we explore and dive deep in the magic of your body. And for me, that means going beyond the intellectual understanding and move in into a visceral embodied feeling place. If this series of episodes had a soundtrack, it would be the song by Feist, I Feel It All. And feeling it all is not something we always know how to do. How can we feel whole when many of us feel disembodied? How can I feel a sense of belonging in the larger world if I don't even feel a sense of belonging in my body? So my hope is this, is that through our guests this month, we start a conversation and give you hands-on technique to feel it all. Thanks, Feist. (laughs) And also how building a relationship with your body can empower the relationship with yourself and your life. So today, I'm so very thrilled to have Erica Blackburn to educate us on a modality called Body Talk. Erica is a certified yoga teacher, a yoga life coach, a Reiki master, and for the purpose of this show, a certified Body Talk practitioner. I'm pumped to have her here today as I think Erica's work will inspire you to view your life from a new perspective. Um, And this is my favorite part about her bio, for life to being for you and for your well-being. Erica is passionate about helping others to reveal their life purpose so that we can elevate each other and the world together. Hi, Erica. Hi. Hi, Scott. So good to have you on. So because here at Chiquest, um, we strive to live aware, bold, and whole, I always start with the ritual of asking my guests uh, what makes them feel alive today. So what makes you feel alive today? Today, I feel really alive um, from laughter. This morning, my partner and I had a laughing fit until we cried at breakfast. Um, (laughs) Something just caught our attention. And without even saying many words, we just laughed and laughed and laughed. And that just like happened out of nowhere this morning. So that made me feel really alive today. Oh, I bet. That's like the best way to start the day. And also like, I love the release you get from laughter, you know, that big exile at the end. Beautiful. Beautiful. So before we dive deep in the subject of body talk, which that's why I brought you on uh, today, um, can you tell us about yourself? Uh, Here we call it um, our she story. And and just tell us about you more like professionally, personally, your cultural upbringing, anything you want to mention. And, and how did you come to be an expert on this concept of bodyfulness? Yes, thank you. Um, I'm happy to share my story. And I think in, you know, preparing for us chatting, as I started to think about what my she story was, um, I realized I haven't really given it much thought. And I didn't 
um, I didn't really honor it in the way that uh, I could have. And so getting to share it with you and all of your listeners is a beautiful opportunity to actually honor my own story, mm -hmm. uh, which started, I was born in Halifax, raised in Halifax, um, specifically the community of Spryfield. And my mom was a single parent. So for 10 years, from the age of six to 16, it was just me, my mom, and my sister. Um, but we had a really loving and supportive, and still do, a very loving and supportive family. So uh, my my family was very family-focused. Um, and while I still got to see my dad, my grandfather played a huge role in my life. He was actually in the military, uh, in the Navy, and he was part of the recreation leadership team in the Navy. And so I think my connection with fitness and my body started really early because he was so connected to that. And it's something that I didn't yeah. really realize until I started thinking back about it. Um, my family loves to celebrate. They love to dance. And so these were things like I have pictures from when I was a kid dancing in the backyard at family birthday parties. Um, my yeah it's i really i really have a, a loving supportive family uh even though it wasn't like a picture perfect experience um they really use that phrase it takes a village to raise a child and that's how my sister and i were raised um and when i think back in terms of connection with my own body my mom brought me to my first yoga class when I was probably like 13 or 14 at the church. Yes, so lucky, yes. so young. <laughs> it was at the rec center, which was like, I still remember the room. And um, it, I remember legs up the wall was my favorite pose. And um, my aunt would take me to get massages at spas when I was like 14. And so it was just really interesting how from a very young age, the women in my family helped me to learn how to connect with my body, um, which again, is something I didn't really think about until I started to reflect on it. Uh, and so that kind of sparked my interest in continuing to research and study things like yoga. Um, I always loved school. And so after I finished um, my high school education, I went right to St. Avex and did a business degree. And while I was studying business, I would take yoga classes. And I just knew that I wanted to be um, a, a yoga, maybe not a yoga instructor someday, but definitely take the training. And so that kind of sparked into um, yoga and then yoga life coaching and then Reiki. And it was just this quest to get to know myself better. Um, and another thing that was really part of that journey was my first panic attack was when I was 13. Um, I was at my friend's house and I didn't know what was happening to me. I didn't know why. Um, and so I really struggled with anxiety pretty much my whole life. Um, but it wasn't something that I really knew what to do with. And so I would just kind of hide it or cope with it. Um, and, you know, I tried to see counselors about it. And I tried to take naturopathic remedies, but nothing was really working. And so I think a lot of my own quest has been to heal that part of myself that had so much fear and was so unable to connect with my own emotions and my own feelings in my body that I just kept searching for like, what would the answer be? And so I think that has been part of what has brought me to where I am today, because I was relentless in trying to understand something didn't feel right. I didn't feel fully connected to my own depth. Um, and that just kept 
that search going until I came to find Body Talk, um, which happened after I had been downsized from a job that I really loved and I was quite, you know, probably depressed and grieving it. Um, and a friend mentioned I should try it out. And so for me, it really took my journey that much deeper because it helped me to work with the fears and the limiting beliefs that were actually causing me to not be able to connect with my body fully um, and with the experience that I was fully having in my body. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that is kind of what takes me up into to this day uh, where I now work full time with clients one-on-one -on -one and in group settings, um, whether through teaching or through individual sessions. And um, I don't know if I would call myself an expert in, in this work, but an expert in the sense that I've worked with clients for years in helping them and seeing their real stories and their real challenges that they come in with and then getting to work with them to actually get results in the way that not results with an agenda focused, but results in terms of I can see them becoming more of who they are and more connected to all parts of their body, you know, their body, mind, um, the spiritual body, the energetic body. And so I think the expertise has come from my own exploration, which is ongoing and the honor of getting to work with clients on a daily basis, um, both in yoga and Reiki and body talk to really help them explore their body and find their own resolution to their own fears or judgments or belief systems that have maybe caused them to not allow their full wholeness to be able to shine through. Mm, it's such a privilege, isn't it? It is, yes. Yeah. I love, thank you so much for sharing your story. I always get such a kick out of all the guests that come on here. You know, they're their knowledge and what they've been able to shed light on is really come from like their own lack, like in their mm -hmm. life. You know, you were talking about like your pet, your panic attack and that whole, you know, the whole story behind that and how, like, I just, I'm just fascinated by that, that like our soul mission really mm -hmm. comes from a lack we were having and our, our quest to kind of are striving to find a bit more wholeness in that. Do you find that too? You must, you must see that too. You know, I do. And in, in body talk, we call it our soul bucket. Um, and I literally mm -hmm. imagine like a little bucket and it's like this big pool of universal consciousness exists and we have our little bucket. And when you know, the sperm and the egg meet, there's our bucket that's formed. And these are the things that we're working through in this lifetime. And before I used to really judge it and like, why me? And like, life is happening to me. And it was, you know, it wasn't helpful. Um, and so through body talk, I've been able to change my perspective and see that life is for me. And even these challenges, which you know, it's not like they're all, all resolved, but there definitely has been such progress. Like I really can love them now and love those parts of me that just didn't know how else to get it done. So it was trying yeah. all the ways it knew. Wow. Well, well, before, before you go on, I don't want to cut you, but what can you, because it's so beautiful what you said, where you're saying, um, can you just tell us what is what the heck is body talk? And just take us from like just the beginning there for, for everyone listening that would have like no clue what it was. 
Absolutely. Yes. Happy to do so. So if we were going to put body talk into one sentence, um, and when you study body talk, the very first sentence of the book is body talk is a consciousness based healthcare system. And so what this means is that much like yoga and the advanced philosophies of yoga, bliss comes first. Like we are bliss or in yoga, we call it Ananda Maya Kosha. We are that first. And then the other bodies start to reveal themselves under that. So our mental body, our energetic body and our physical body. And so body talk is also um, described as a top-down method in that it believes that we are whole, there's nothing to fix, we are absolutely in our source and in our brilliance from before conception, but after that, we have this human body that is infused with bliss or source or God or universal consciousness, whatever word that you know you would most connect with. And so in our body, then we have this innate wisdom, this innate that is always there, but sometimes gets clouded over with belief systems and judgments and basically fears at the level of the subconscious mind. And so body talk really works to help free up, resolve, loosen, make flexible these beliefs, these fears, these judgments that are basically distortions in the mind. And as these distortions start to be resolved, our bliss and our source can filter all the way down through our experience into our conscious mind, into our energetic body, and into our physical body. And that means less dis-ease, less illness, um, less distortion in our physical experience, and even less judgment around the physical body that we have and the physical experience that we're having in life. So exciting. And it's so, uh, I just love the full spectrum Mm. of the you know, the philosophy um, deals with not just like the meat suit, right? It's almost no. like it's like a, the first word I think you said was consciousness. And and that's that's what yoga teaches us as well in, in a way. But I, I think through body talk, like take us, take us through like a, a session perhaps or why um, if, if you're okay with that, like, why would somebody come to you, um, give us maybe like a story and what, what happens when we go through a session with you? Sure. Um, well, funny, I had a client the other day, um, they sat down in front of me and we went over their paperwork and they said, I'll be honest with you. I'm here to see you because I've tried everything else and nothing is working. And I said, okay, that's great. I love that that's the reason that you're here. I don't mind why you show up. I'm just happy that you're here uh, so that we can do this work together. And so many people come for many different reasons. And, um, you know, because I have a background working with anxiety and, and some mental illness, like I certainly work with a lot of clients who work with that because I'm able yeah. to have a lot of compassion and have a lens for that, that maybe not everyone does. Um, so yes, you you might find yourself at a body talk session for many different reasons. Sometimes it's just curiosity. Um, you know, you hear about it and you're like, sure, let me try it. And oftentimes there's a really deep longing to be mm-hmm. our bliss self again. And, and we just don't know how to work that out. And so body talk tends to be a way that can get that work done 
pretty effectively and pretty efficiently um, because we're really using the body's innate wisdom. So how we use the body's innate wisdom is um, in a typical session, a person would, a client would lie down on a massage table just for comfort, although it could be done seated and um, because body talk works with a holographic or quantum physics model, it could also be done distance. You don't have to be in person. But if you were in person, the the client's lying down on the massage table, I'm making gentle contact with their hand so that I can do biofeedback or muscle checking. Um, Basically just getting a yes, no response with their hand moving um, over on top of my hand. My hand is kind of lifting their hand based on the questions that I'm asking. And so who I'm really asking is their innate wisdom. And, you know, I can ask these questions out loud. Usually I ask them in my head so that the client can relax. Um, And body talk is basically the client's innate wisdom communicating with the practitioner's innate wisdom so that we can make a connection and reveal what the body mind wants to be revealed in that moment, on that day, it's very discreet and non-invasive in that nothing will come up and nothing will need to be talked about if it's not something that needs to come up or needs to be talked about. So um, we might get pieces of information, but we don't have to always get into the deep story because sometimes the more that we um, live our story over and over, the deeper that it gets rooted and then the more challenging it can be to to um, unroot it. So Body Talk really works with priorities in the body-mind system based on the client's innate wisdom and based on every part of the client giving permission, both the physical body, the energetic body, the spiritual body, and the mental body, giving permission for the session to proceed. So that's a nutshell. Um, There is tapping included. Every time we reveal a formula to resolve the formula, the practitioner would tap on the client's head heart and gut and the reason we tap on the head is to communicate to the body and the brain something's changing so please take notice and we tap on the sternum or the heart complex to say to the heart please store these changes in all aspects of the body and then we tap on the gut to say to the gut brain or the small intestines keep what needs to be kept and integrated and release what is now ready to be released. What a beautiful, like, I'm just thinking of your background too, Mm -hmm. like uh, with Reiki and energy work and just to really own on the specifics of that. Yeah. Um, When you must have found that, that you might have been like, what a great fit for me. (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, I love that you use the word specifics because that's exactly what body talk helps with is really getting to something specific. It doesn't necessarily mean we need the details or, you know, the, the nitty gritty details, but we get more specific, like what aspect of the body is it impacting? And we can get down to a cellular level. Um, We can get down to a certain type of tissue within a certain type of organ or, or endocrine gland. So it can get very specific in the body. Um, which is a really special, a really special part of body talk. Just hearing what I'm hearing in like the community, like as women, like I find like 
the emotions can be so ambiguous and we, like we feel this like general malaise and like we don't even know where it's from or how do you know what I mean like this sort of like I wake up I feel funky and like I don't even know why and I just don't even acknowledge it type of thing you know I feel it speaks a lot to that where like well you don't need to know mm. you know <laughs> You don't need to know as long as you show up. Is Am I getting it right? Or Yeah, well, I, th- I think so because in a sense, the part of us that needs to know is sometimes the mind, you know, and it needs to know because it's afraid and it's trying to figure things out. But body talk is about helping the client to tap into its innate or their innate wisdom, which is beyond mm. the mind, which is above the mind or deeper than the mind, however you want to imagine it and so because of that we don't have to necessarily give the mind all of these details to create more fear out of we can work with the innate wisdom and the body's natural ability to heal itself so that the mind can actually calm down and kind of take a little rest um, and so that the heart can start to actually do the work that it was meant to do Oh, I just love what I could talk to you all day, Erica, <laughs> just because I just recorded um, uh, every month, you know, I record a sol- solo podcast and uh, I'm just really trying to instill, uh, I mean, you're just saying it in different words, yeah. but just how can we drop our frontal brain into our, into our hearts and even into like our feet, you know, and, and the, the more like, I mean, I go through it, I guess, from a yoga perspective where just techniques like lying on our backs and literally just like, okay, I'm aware of my ankles right now. Like I'm aware of my calves right now and I'm aware of my thighs, like just, just going down below the neck, you know? And like, and then there's an incredible shift that happens where it's like, my body is full of stories. My body is full of, as its own wisdom. Like my body is not just to house my brain, you know? Um, So I love how, you know, I I feel it's like we're speaking the same language, just in in different terms. Do you find? Absolutely. And, you know, like yoga, um, body talk really uses the breath to connect the brain, the heart, the physical body with all the other subtle bodies within. So it's very much, I like to think of it like a flashlight, like as you breathe into your body, wherever your breath can go, your body can heal those places or make changes or shifts or resolution in those places. Um, So I completely agree. We are definitely on the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> and I always say like, I mean, your breath is, is your power, like right there. So if you know, uh, yeah, we, we're like, we're just say, saying the same thing. I love it. And I love how it seems the body talk could really be um, advantageous for, I mean, I find some, a lot of times, I mean, so many women, they go to yoga class. Um, I think, you know, I'm a yoga teacher as well, yeah. but I I feel like they're they're there but that they're not there. Like there's a huge bypassing that happens even in like the vinyasa type class and all that. So this would be a really do you find that too? Yeah, and from you know, I'll speak from my personal experience because definitely working through working through the experience of anxiety that I had for so many years, um I was definitely like a deer in headlights just kind of I I 
want it to be connected to my body, but I didn't even understand yeah. how I thought I was because I was exercising and I was going yeah. to yoga and I was in dance class. Um, and so I can really appreciate. And then, of course, I, I certainly do see that experience in, in other people um, when they're practicing yoga. And I can appreciate that we're for me, it was just like, I was so afraid, like I had so much fear and I didn't even understand why. Um, and body talk, we really teach that the original fear actually happens before we're even born. And then the second yeah. fear happens upon being born. And so these are not necessarily fears that are logical or that our conscious mind understands. Like these are fears when we were so little, we didn't know any other way to create an understanding. And so I really feel for that experience that people are having. And yet through the work that I've done with myself and the work that I now I'm doing with clients, hopefully there's a message of like, but there's another way. Like if you're willing and you, you know, want to step up and show up to do this, it can sometimes be challenging and uncomfortable work. Um, there will be some beautiful strides made. I love that you say that too, because I, I mean, I too, I, I struggle like even to this day and after doing so many years of yoga, like I'll do a class even at home, like by myself. And I'm like, I was totally not there. Like I was like totally like on just automatic. And, um, and, and this is something else that I just try to remind myself, like a lot of uneasiness sometimes I feel in my body like it's not all my fault you know and like we're carrying all these things where it's like it may be from our like childhood or even like I mean it's probably for another podcast but from like our ancestral like you know and these are things that like we carry with us you know Yes. And body talk can tap into um, ancestral energy or ancestral experiences as well, because it's not all necessarily from this lifetime. And yet we have a thread of something that we're working through, not only for ourselves but really for all of consciousness, all of universal consciousness. It just happens to be in our bucket, in our experience, because you happen to be the best person to work that piece out. And so if we see it from that perspective, from that for me, and even for all of consciousness perspective, it's a little less personal and a little bit more like, okay, this is simply what I'm here to do. And if I have the tools, yeah. I can get that work done in a way that is not um, as, you know, maybe dramatic or as, creating as much overreaction. It's, it's simply a way to have more awareness, to expand individually and collectively, and also to, you know, return to bliss, even while we're in this human experience. I love all this bliss talk, I must say. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I, I kind of want to go back to that term that uh, we're using all month here. And it's that term bodyful. And I guess through maybe the mind, the, you know, lifestyle, or I guess mindset of body talk, what does bodyful mean for you? Erica? Yeah, I love this phrase. You know, for me, I think it comes down to awareness of all the different levels of my body from the very physical body mm -hmm. to the subtle bodies to the spiritual body. And then that those bodies are in alignment. 
because I think for a long time, I, I maybe understood the different bodies, but they weren't lining up together. Um, so then once the alignment was able to happen in myself and that connection, well, then I'm really connected to my own source. And that's where the power comes for all different levels of myself. And so I think for me, bodyful really means that awareness and alignment and connection to all parts of my body, my physical my energetic, my emotional, my mental, and my spiritual body. Yeah, and this can happen intellectually, right? Well, you know what? That's such a great question because it kind of sometimes has to, I think, have a maybe not an intellectual component, but a component of like the mind gets to understand some pieces, even though it might not understand all the pieces, right? Like even in body talk, when you learn body talk um, as a practitioner, We learn all of the systems and the processes and the procedures and we memorize them and we practice them so that our left brain has something to go off of. But because the left brain is satisfied with information, the right brain and our innate wisdom can then start to come online in a stronger way. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And, um, Can you, um, if you do, do you have like hands-on way that we can start today, like um, to to just start loving our bodies or just like interacting with our bodies? Mm. Yeah, well, um, there is a tapping technique from Body Talk called Cortices. Um, And if anyone is interested, I mean, you can Google it. There's tons of videos, but you can also go to my website and my contact information is there and I can send you. Yeah. a video of myself teaching it. Um, but basically the cortices tapping technique is a way to calm down the mind um, and to bring attention to every part of the head and the mind so that the brain can be calm and then the heart or the innate wisdom can start to speak. Um, maybe not necessarily louder, it's already speaking, but maybe so that we can hear it. And even if, you know, maybe there's not a chance to look that up right away or to contact me right away. We could even just begin by gently tapping on our head, on our sternum and on our gut doing two Mm -hmm. cycles of deep breathing. And it's interesting that, you know, um, when body talk was created, it was actually created based on an Aboriginal tribe in New Zealand and they were tapping, really, yes, they were tapping the tops of their heads when they were ill in order to help themselves become better. Yeah. So it's so funny you'd say that because I teach a class and it's my body class and it's just something like I personally do, <laughs> but I just tap from the top of my head. I tap my face, like I'll tap the whole front of my body down to my toes and then I go behind and just, I find like, it's almost as if the my whole like skin vibrates and like, I just feel almost like sparklier. Um, so I just find it so interesting. Like I've heard of like tapping like before, but um, it works. Like that shit works. <laughs> yes. And um, the distinction, because there are many different types of tapping that are all you know, beautiful yeah. in their own right. Cortices, yeah. cortices specifically, the distinction is that we really have no agenda and no outcome planned for why we're doing the tapping mm-hmm. other than it's a beautiful, kind thing loving thing to do for ourselves, You know, I, we don't know what will happen if we do the tapping or what fears might be resolved or how we might show up in the next moment, but we do it in this moment 
because it's a loving, kind thing to do. I love it. And it's that speaks so much to the fem- feminine way, you know, like the like feeling being just pleasurable and it makes us feel good and we don't have to know why it makes us feel a certain way. It's, I love that. I love that. So repeat it again. So it's the top of the head. Just going to do a quick one. It would be tapping with a wide hand on the top of the head. Yeah. Tapping over the sternum bone with the fingers in a really light way. This doesn't have to be hard at all. Yeah. Um, And then tapping around and over the navel or the area of the gut. Yeah. And while you're doing those three tappings, taking two full or exaggerated breaths in and out. Uh, I love it. Thank you for that. Really, really helpful. Thank you for that. And um, and the rest of the interview, I guess I just ask a little um, questions, a bit more related to you, but um, uh, you know, feel free to answer either way. But uh, I love to ask. This always inspires me so much to know, like your own favorite, I guess, personal tool for like self growth, or maybe like. Um, because we're into the body so much, like favorite personal tool to connect with your body. Like what, what, what does Erica do? <laughs> well, the one that's been with me the longest, because I do have a lot of them is, has been meditation. And, um, I know it's like, everyone's talking about meditation, but like, I love it for actually getting to be in stillness with my body. Some, you know, sometimes there's movement, sometimes there's stillness. But to actually just have some time, I really enjoy silent meditation personally. So time just to literally be with my body <laughs> mm. um, and just to be with myself um, and to, to sit in that space with all parts of myself. Um, and my meditation started so many years ago and it has continued. It's something that I share with my clients it's not necessarily for everyone right off the bat. So I definitely appreciate if like meditation is not where someone is at, but in terms of my thing for me, it always has come back to meditation and that's where it started a really long time ago. Mm, I love it. Um, and it's not, we're like, Oh, meditation's so mainstream now. I don't, I don't think there's ever a time where we should like, I think, uh, I think everybody should not should, but, and I agree, like there's different, like I meditate when I paint, you know, like I meditate when I go for a walk, like there's different ways to contemplate life, but there's something about like that stillness and that, and sitting in the void, you know? I really do. It has been a great friend to me. Mm, yeah. And so is that your, like, do you have other soul rituals like that you do? Do you have like practices you do daily or? I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I have a special morning routine that I do for myself. Um, yeah, but- about it. I love, I just get inspired so much by women like you who really live like that for me. It's like, that's what I teach in She Quest. It's like, how can we carve time every day for our souls and like not to wait for like a weekend retreat or like the, although these are like so great, but how can like, you know, our days become our lives. So I just, I just love it when like people come on the show and they're like, oh, I have so many. I'm like, really tell me more. (laughs) Well, I'll give you a few more. I, um, you know, part of my morning routine, there's another sequence of tapping in body talk called body talk access, which takes about 10 minutes. And so I do that on myself every day. Um, I do, there's a couple yoga poses or stretches that are like 
my favorite or that are really specific to what I need in my body. And I do those every day in the morning. I love uh, dry brushing or even um, mm. I have this gentle scrub that I use for my body. And again, it's just a way it's not because like I need to, but a, a way to connect and like, and love my body and love this temple that is housing the other parts of myself. Mm. Um, so that's another thing that I do. I love going for walks. It's not necessarily always in nature, but like just putting on some music and just walking out the energy that sometimes builds up from the day. Mm -hmm. um, I am a yoga instructor, so I, you know, love yoga. <laughs> um, and it, I practice all different types and forms from, you know, a quick practice to a slow, long held gentle practice. And yeah, that is not necessarily something I always get in every day, but it's pretty consistent. So those would be the main ones that I'm practicing mostly every day, if not every other day. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, and then I just have a little, like, little quick answers question. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> Do you have a favorite mantra? You know, the mantra that I love is, I am that, that I am. Mm. Oh, I love this one. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite flower? Orchid. Oh, I don't think that one has ever been said on the show. Um, favorite book that you've read? And how about we just um, keep it to like the bod our body theme, like a book on body you'd really recommend? Well, the book that connected me to my body, I'll be honest, um, was about my emotional body. So there was a book called The Dance of Anger. Ooh. And it literally taking because notes, of, Erica, taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I, it helped me to connect with, you know, I was blocking the feeling of anger. And so I couldn't actually feel my body's experiences because I wasn't, it wasn't safe for me to feel anger. So that was a big one for me. What, who's the author? Oh, the author is Harriet. Let me look it up. Harriet Lerner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot of work, I don't know if you know, in with grief, and I've just learned to love my anger so much. Mm -hmm. um, there's something really beautiful in, in the anger, something super wild that a lot of us, a lot of us um, disconnect from. And, and in fact, I think grief is anger in a way. <laughs> I think it's definitely part of the grieving process is to go through many times the anger. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, I love it. Um, do you have a favorite podcast or do you even listen to podcasts? I, don't know I do. I love Oprah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's a favorite around here. Um, she's a favorite. And, you know, I also really enjoy Joel Olstein. I know it's, you know, it's quite Christian focused, but I really enjoy how he can take uh, complex things from a long time ago and make them relevant today and metaphors. And I like his, his style of, of speaking. What, um, what's the name of his podcast? Um, I think it might just be his name, like Joel, literally okay. Joel Olstein. Yeah. Okay. Great. I've never heard of that one. Great. Taking notes, taking notes. Um, <laughs> yeah. How about would you do yoga or running more? Or do you, oh, you know, yoga, yoga all the way. Yeah, you're my girl. Uh, book or Kindle? Book for sure. Coffee or wine? Oh, I don't do either, really. Oh, what? I know. Amazing. I'm more of a 
an herbal tea person. Amazing. That works as well, obviously. Um, and my last question, again, it's a bit of a loaded one, but I ask it anyway. Knowing what you know about women's body now, would you wish women to know about the magic of mm -hmm. it? I want to always remind myself and also other women that your body is sacred. It, like it literally is your temple. And the more that you can build a relationship with it at all the levels of our bodies, um, the more that it will feel and be a safe place. Like it will be your home. And then it's so easy to connect to your heart when you feel that safety and that home in your body. Mm, so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on today. And um, I want to know where can we find you and how can we support you? Yes, um, my website is ericablackburn.com. Um, my contact information is there. And, you know, the best way to support would be to reach out. Um, if you're interested in receiving a session, I'll definitely offer a promotion uh, for anyone who's listened to this podcast. Um, yeah, and just connect social media. I'm Erica Blackburn, um, Erica Blackburn Energy on Instagram. And I'm happy to answer questions or to, you know, further have this conversation with others who are interested. And I'm so grateful for you, Estelle. Thank you so, so much. For this oh, my God, I'm just so honored to have you. You're so knowledgeable. And, and thank you for gracing us with your presence. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.